0: Good morning, baby gamers.
1: This is Breaking the Lore.
0: A show where two girlfriends dig deep.
1: To find the weirdest and most obscure bits of trivia.
0: I'm Nissa's girlfriend, Sarah.
1: And I'm Sarah's girlfriend, Nissa.
0: So, buckle up, because tonight's episode is...
1: Stay fresh! It's Splatoon! <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you to make those noises, but you did it without me
0: asking. <laughs> I haven't planning on doing that since we started, so we thought of doing this episode.
1: That's good. I like your little um, inkling noises. They're really cute. <laughs> I
0: love Splatoon. How do you feel about it?
1: I also really like Splatoon. I wish I've played it. I uh well, kind you of You haven't played even played it. the first one? Okay, so like I own the first one. I bought it in high school. Um I've played, like, half of the story mode, but, like, my parents' house has, also, by the way, I'm sick, if it sounds like that to the listeners, um, so I'll try not to sound too much like it, but
0: getting a cold. you sound okay so far. Just, it comes out a little bit here and there. I
1: promise it's not corona, hopefully. Um, I think it's just a cold. I hope it's just a cold. Me too. Um. But, yeah, so, like I was saying, um, my parents have famously horrible internet. Um, I mean, you remember that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we first started dating, it was impossible to do a video call.
1: Yeah, we just couldn't, we couldn't video chat and watch something. We could barely video chat in general. Um, you remember that one time I tried to play Smash with your friends and you, like, kicked me out?
0: Oh, I was so embarrassed. (laughs) <laughs>
1: wow, you, I embarrassed you.
0: Cuz I was like, "Oh, hey you guys, this is this is my girlfriend. You'll love her." And then immediately you just crashed the entire room.
1: Sorry that I embarrassed you <laughs> the first time I met your friends.
0: No, you didn't you didn't embarrass me. Your internet did.
1: Oh, okay. I'll just tell my parents. <laughs> um but yeah, so my parents have no sure shitty internet. Um <laughs> so I couldn't play the game very much like um, a lot of the time I just couldn't connect um, when I did get into a match most of the time I had connection errors um, like halfway through a match there, were, uh, maybe like 20% of the matches I played I played to completion um, and then I have never played a Splatfest match because There was just too much happening to ever, like, stay fully connected during a Splatfest. So, like, I really like Splatoon. I like the aesthetic. I like the world. Um, I even like the gameplay a lot. I had a lot of fun the couple times I played it. I just haven't been able to play it very much because of um, my parents' shitty internet. And then... um, I didn't bring my Wii U to where I live now, and I never ended up getting Splatoon 2 because by the time I was going to get it, it was the last Splatfest. And I just. Aww. Well, you know that. That's you, fair. You I said, know that. You were going to buy it for me, and you said. I was. You said there's no point because it's the last Splatfest, and I was like, you know what? That's fair.
0: We can um, play it when you live here. I have it.
1: I'd like to. Um, mm-hmm. As long as there's still enough players to, like, play the
0: game i'm sure there will be and if not i have a lot of friends that love it we can get a squad together
1: yeah because i i did enjoy the gameplay a lot and i'd love to play more of it um splatoon (laughs) 3 for
0: sure i'm excited for splatoon 3 um splatoon is basically the reason i bought a wii u oh really yeah like i mean i'd really wanted a wii u for a while um but most of the games i wanted were stuff that i could just get the same experience elsewhere stuff like um, Smash Bros and like Mario Kart. But like Splatoon was the first game that I was like, wow, this is an experience I can only have on the Wii U. This is worth it.
1: So you didn't mm. get a Wii U at launch?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. I wasn't really like that much into gaming when the Wii U first launched. Um, kind of what actually drew me back into the world was Pokemon X and Y. I was like, wow, this game looks good. And then So I bought a 3DS and Animal Crossing. Um, and that's kind of It's just snowballed from there.
1: (laughs) No, I got a Wii U on um, release day. Um, Wow.
0: You're like one of two people that did that.
1: No, it was pretty hard to get one. I I think there were (laughs) more than... Because I remember I had to go to like three or four different stores because I didn't pre-order it or anything. Yeah, I didn't pre-order it or anything. I had to like go to three or four different stores. I had to get lucky, which I did not multiple times. Mm-hmm. I went to this one Target and, like, they were handing out tickets. I was, like, just barely past the, like, last ticket um, to get one. Because, I mean, I guess the Wii U just had, like, also very limited stock on launch day. I don't
0: Apparently, think, it must have. I don't
1: think they really shipped out that many units per store on launch mm. day, which I don't really understand why, because it was their next big console and they presumably believed in it back then, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's so funny to me how poorly the Wii U did. Like, I love it. I think it's actually a really good console that has a lot of really fun games on it.
1: I really liked the games of Wii U. The console itself never really sold me. Like, I never really liked using the gamepad and didn't really use it for very much unless I was absolutely required to.
0: I mean, I like the gamepad specifically for stuff like inventory management and maps. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good use of it. Like, second-screen gameplay works... It, it worked really well in, like, that Nintendo Land minigame, like, the, the Luigi's Mansion one. That was mm. really fun. Um, Other than that, like, Star Fox Zero famously did it horribly. Yeah. That game was no fun to play. <laughs> I had so much trouble. I, I, I eventually finished Star Fox Zero, but it was not a oh, fun time. Oh, I
1: just quit Star Fox Zero. <sighs> I never finished Star Fox Zero.
0: I mean the Wii U lent itself to some interesting gameplay ideas, but it didn't always go through with it, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, I I liked yeah. Nintendo Land, and like you said, I liked inventory management. Um, like, Twilight Princess on the Wii U was really mm-hmm. good.
0: So was Wind Waker. Oh, that was the best mm, way to play it. Oh.
1: Definitely. Like, even when people I like, I want those remastered for the Switch, I'm like, it's not going to have, like, that same inventory and map management oh, yeah. that Wii U had. It's not going to feel as... Mm-hmm. Good in that way because we were gonna be I back mean, to like the old days where it had to be all one screen
0: I wouldn't mind if the switch's successor somehow had two screens yeah I, I don't know how that would work I mean somewhere in between a Wii U and a ds but like
1: I wouldn't mind returning to that concept
0: I'm not like I think two screens works
1: I don't really need it to happen but like I wouldn't no I don't it. either I like the Switch a lot. I'm very happy with the Switch and how it turned oh, out. yeah, absolutely. And I'm not ready for another console to happen because I just kind of like the Switch.
0: Yeah, no, we're still a good few years away from that.
1: They said they were like halfway through it, though. I kind of wish that's not true. Yeah, I'd like it to be more like
0: four or five more years
1: if possible. How many but years has it been? Cause it it's came been out... three. It's been three. Yeah. No, yeah, because it came out when I was in, um, what's the college equivalent of 10th grade? Um... Sophomore. Sophomore. Year. Yeah. yeah. Um, it came out at the end of like college 10th grade and that's when I got it. I got that one right at launch too. No, wait, no, I didn't. I got it like a couple weeks after.
0: No. Yeah. Cause you got it for ARMS.
1: Well, I didn't get it for ARMS.
0: That's what you said like two episodes ago.
1: Well, like my dad got it for ARMS. I got it for Breath of the Wild.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, but you didn't get it till Arms came out because that's the reason you got the console.
1: Well, no, because it was more that we couldn't find one. Because remember, the Switch also oh, had yeah. massive stock issues on launch. No, I
0: got I got majorly lucky. Um, I didn't pre-order mine, but I still got it launch day.
1: No, we we were looking for one for a while.
0: Um, hardest trouble I ever had getting a game console was um when I got my three DS. Like I mentioned earlier, um, I decided because like i decided i want to get a 3ds and like a couple weeks after that is like when they released the pikachu 3ds oh. and i was like oh i want that one so i went to a target and they were sold out i went to a gamestop they were sold out i started calling stores to try to find one the day it launched i found a gamestop that had one i went there and it had sold right before i got there there was a Walmart in the same um, complex and and my mom was like why don't we check there and I was like they're not gonna have one and they had one that's pretty lucky yeah
1: <laughs> I don't yeah no I don't think I have any particular other difficult stories because we got a Wii way after launch because that was like mm. our first home console and I'd been wanting one for like a year or so because we got it after brawl came out like a ways after brawl came out um and then the 3ds i got when ocarina of time 3d came out like around my birthday that year yeah and then we already talked about the other two um yeah so i never really had major issues with my first few consoles oh my ds as well i just kind of got um yeah me too it was mostly just the Switch and the Wii U, and the Wii U I got lucky for. The Switch was the one that I really had the difficulties getting. Mm-hmm. But this all has nothing to do with Splatoon. Whatsoever. Oh no, no, no! This is
0: huge tangent. Um, I didn't even finish talking about Splatoon. I like it. I played a lot of it. Um, I I like the um, the uh, the the
1: it's it's the bucket.
0: The and it. Yeah, the slosher but the one that like the bloblobber that's that's my main weapon in splatoon 2 never heard the bloblobber um it took me a while to remember that name um I my liked... main weapon in splatoon 1 was the NZAP 89
1: uh in splatoon 1 i liked that like basic bitch machine gun one <laughs> that was the one i used like you know like the one you get in the story like yeah <laughs> um i used that one and then splatoon 2 i obviously didn't play um i feel like i would have liked the the dual pistols, though. So, again, the basic vegetables. are fun. Duels um, are fun, yeah. I was never really into, like, the more gimmicky ones. Like, I didn't really ever enjoy the gameplay of, like, the bucket, the roller. Um, it just, none of them really did it for me.
0: That's understandable.
1: Um, I also didn't like the sniper, but that's just because I don't like playing snipers. When I played Overwatch very briefly, <laughs> I didn't like Widowmaker whatsoever. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my experience with Splatoon. Um, what was your favorite
1: Splatfest?
0: My favorite Splatfest? I would honestly say the SpongeBob one, (laughs) but also I have very fond memories of the Transformers one. That one was really funny to me. I've never been like a big fan of Transformers. It's something I kind of like, and some of my friends really like it, so I've been like more exposed to it than I normally would. Um, I don't know; it was really funny to me because like I I was playing the um, Transformers Plaftfest, and I would just put on the um, the song from Transformers the movie, um, the touch, and it was really good.
1: <laughs> I don't know that song, <laughs> but it
0: sounds good. <laughs> you got the touch. You got the power. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Um,
1: I can see why that would have been fun.
0: It, it was really fun. Um, but yeah, no, I think my favorite one is probably the Spongebob one, because it's just really funny to me. Because no, it felt like something that they decided to partner with Nickelodeon for specifically because uh, Miiverse was absolutely full of Sp- Spongebob memes in the early days
1: of Splatoon. That makes sense. I could see that. <laughs>
0: What was your favorite, favorite Splatfest?
1: You know, as soon as I asked you what yours was, I knew you were going to ask me. And I I don't know because I didn't really participate in any of the Splatfests. I'm looking through a list of them right now.
0: I mean, if you didn't participate in, in anyone, like you're only just going to pick which one you think is funniest or, you know.
1: Okay. Call me a fake Splatoon fan in front of everyone. I'm just saying you're not going to have any like
0: personal feelings for them because you didn't participate.
1: Okay. Well, my very impersonal feelings are that from (laughs) Splatoon 1, I like, um, Fancy Party versus Costume Party, as well as Early Bird and Night Owl. And from Splatoon 2, I like Love versus Money and I like vampire versus werewolf
0: mm-hmm.
1: so there you go my very impersonal sorry <laughs> my very impersonal <laughs> splatfest faves um, I guess one more before we get started on the actual point of this um, squid sisters are off the hook and who's your fave member
0: off the hook, but my fave out of all four of them is Callie.
1: I'm Squid Sisters and also Callie. Cause I really like Callie. Team Callie! I like Callie a lot. Okay. I love Callie. Callie's my favorite. Callie might be my favorite Splatoon character period.
0: Mine too. I think.
1: I really like Callie.
0: I guess my favorite from off the hook is Pearl, but my favorite of the four is Callie.
1: My favorite from Off the Hook would be Marina, I think. Hmm. Although I do like Pearl a lot. They're both really good.
0: They're both really good, and I love them a lot. I
1: mean, all four of them are good. There's
0: not a oh, single uh, yeah.
1: of the four squid, I, or not squid, because Marina's yeah. not.
0: But there's not... I'm a, willing to call all four of them squidels.
1: Like... Sure. <laughs> of, of the four squidles. I don't like that word, um, there's not a bad one in the bunch. You can't really have a bad favorite out of all of them.
0: No, they're all really good. They're all perfect. Um, Let me get your two cents on this though. Okay. Splatoon 3 has male idols. How do you feel about that?
1: Um. I mean, I'm I'm in support of it. I don't I don't know really? why I'm hesitating. Okay. Um, well, cuz I mean, I'm just like from on a personal level, I wouldn't care as much cuz I tend to like female characters more. And I probably wouldn't stand either of them as hard as like I would like Callie or Mary and, and Marina, but I think it's a nice way to like kinda spice it up and okay, I think it would change up the formula a little bit.
0: I can see that i know I've, I've I've seen a lot of people be like really super against the idea, and I don't particularly like it, but I would be down for it for the same reasons you said, and also because it'd be really funny to me to see those people complain. <laughs>
1: Oh so, yeah I don't like like I don't like the idea in the way that I like want it but I'm like if it happened I'd be like okay this is a cool variation it's different we don't really have many male Splatoon singers in the current canon that like we have music from so it'd be kind of cool and interesting especially if they like went in a fun direction and weren't like afraid to make them kind of campy like if we got like a like Elton Johnny type, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like some kind of, I'd like... be down for it, Over-the-top, yeah. colorful, um, flamboyant. Like, something fun like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess to jump in to lore... Oh, we're gonna do what we're supposed to do now? I mean... We're almost 20 minutes in, so I think maybe we should.
1: 20 minutes of people hearing good content (laughs) that has nothing to do with why they follow this podcast. All right.
0: Um, So before we started this episode, I went and read through all of the sunken sea scrolls just so that we wouldn't waste the time doing it during the episode. And I made a few notes here. But um, Inklings have a five foot vertical leap, a simple and hedonistic brain, can spot prey from a hundred yards away and have no bones, as described in Octarian propaganda.
1: Well, then that's not necessarily true. (laughs) Like, Like, I was willing to, like, unpack all of that individually until you said as is described in Octarian propaganda, because that just tells me that, like, probably none of that is true. I mean, except for the no bones thing, I think we have confirmation of that somewhere else maybe
0: I'm pretty sure there was like an x-ray that showed there are absolutely no bones in an inkling
1: um maybe I mean I'm seeing I'm seeing the Octarian propaganda right now (laughs) um terrifying biology of an inkling (laughs) can (laughs) leap up to to five feet like um their brain being simple and hedonistic um I mean, that that I think would be what I pinpoint as, like, the main... Like, this is definitely not true. Um, I'm guessing that them being simple and hedonistic or simple and predatory is just not true. you um, can spot prey from 100 yards away? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like... Are there many? How, how far is 100 yards? Is that, is that 300 far? feet. That didn't help much. Um, it's not super far. Like, I'm just thinking of, like, when, like, in Lord of the Rings, which you know nothing about, there was, like, this scene where Legolas was like, I can see this, like, big-ass number. Meters away, and like someone calculated it, and it like wouldn't have even been possible with the curvature of the Earth, and like he would have needed to have like <laughs> '90s anime girl, like like um like that one Higurashi, like that size eyes, and like he still couldn't do it because of the curvature of the Earth. Um, so I wasn't sure if it was like a similar distance to that, but it doesn't sound like it. Um, no. So that's that's a fun that's a fun Lord of the Rings lore um middle earth is probably flat or like olis is just lying about how far he can see one of the two <laughs> flat middle earth theory listen it's either flat middle earth or like is just bullshitting about how good his eyes
0: are i just i want i i want to believe in flat middle earth <laughs>
1: There's nothing saying it's not There's there's no confirmation Because the entire story takes place on One continent and like a small island That's literally heaven for some reason Um, But yeah um, I'm curious if Any of this about Inklings is true Like can an inkling Leap higher than some humans
0: I mean... mean you've seen a super jump
1: that's fair but like is the super jump like they're like natural biology i forget what it looks like
0: it doesn't i don't think it is
1: because <laughs> like i also know like how they jump in game and they just kind of like hop
0: yeah it sure. might be like at top speed swimming through ink five feet horizontally
1: okay that i mean that's believable
0: yeah that's totally believable
1: Yeah, because actually, it doesn't specify vertically or horizontally. So I guess, technically, I could believe that a squid-form inkling could have a five-foot horizontal jump. Mm -hmm. Bones, none. I really want to know if they have... Well, what do squids have? Do squids... No, squids don't have bones, because they're cephalopods, like octopi. Yeah. So, like, it actually... Yeah, they
0: wouldn't have bones. I don't
1: want to try to think about how, like, their human form can't have bones, though. Because, like, something's got to hold that all up. Maybe cartilage, like a shark
0: or something? I would imagine it's cartilage.
1: Like, I would assume they have to have cartilage in human form. Because they have to have something. Because they need to, like...
0: Well, if they can transform freely between squid and human form, wouldn't bones just get in the way?
1: But also, like... I mean, yes but like, what else is holding them up when they're in
0: human form? Pure muscle, baby. Yikes, I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, Inklings look. are fucking ripped and could tear your arms off clean.
1: Listen, we could also talk about how, like, it makes about as much sense as a morph ball transformation that they can turn into squids, <laughs>
0: but <laughs>
1: we're not ready for that conversation.
0: No, save it for the Metroid episode. (laughs) Uh. Um, okay, so, you know how Inkopolis is, like, post-apocalyptic Earth? Yes. It's one of the few, like,
1: children's series that it's like, (laughs) this is a post-apocalyptic, but, like, it actually is. Like, it's confirmed to be (laughs) a bright, colorful children's series that actually is
0: post-apocalyptic. And, uh, so the current, like, modern time of Splatoon is referred to as the Mollusk Era. (laughs) Which, like, like how today we refer to our eras with B.C. and A.D., theirs is M.E.
1: Interesting. Yeah. That's kind of fun. That's kind of cute. Do we know what year it is? Like, do we have, like, a Mollusk Era calendar, like... Before Battle of Yavin and after Battle of Yavin?
0: Um, the best... All all we really have is that the first Turf Wars occurred 2,000 years before modern day.
1: Okay. Was that in the Mollusk era or not?
0: Yes, I believe it was. I believe Mollusk era started, like, when sea creatures started taking over the remaining land that, um was left over when all land creatures died right because uh there were no fewer than five world wars caused by humans towards the end of their lifespan and they nuked antarctica
1: Why they? well i mean i guess i assume that if there was a world war some country got devastated they went to antarctica and then or like some country decided to have like a holdout base on antarctica Go.
0: yeah so they nuked antarctica which melted all of the ice and flooded the world, which killed all life on land. I didn't know we had that detailed of a description of what happened. <laughs> we do. That's, that's exactly what happened. However, before that, Judd was cryogenically frozen. Yes. So he, he survived cryogenically frozen for 10,000 years and thawed out 2,000 years ago. So he is at least 12,000 right now. It's
1: true. Also, he's just
0: a normal-ass cat, but he's at least I mean, 12,000 years old. he's not
1: a normal-ass cat if he's been alive, unfrozen, <laughs> for 2,000 years. That's not the lifespan of a cat. Um, I want to make that clear. <laughs> um, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Cats don't live for t- 2,000 years old?
1: No, sweetheart.
0: Oh. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. How long do cats live? I don't know, like... Is it twenty years? Is it no that feels like okay. a lot. Is it is it ten? Fifteen? I've never owned a okay.
0: cat. I think it's like around fifteen to twenty. Um but cats have nine lives. Uh-huh. So if we do this math It's not gonna be two thousand. <laughs> twenty times nine
1: is a hundred and eighty. Yeah, that's not even close. That's that's maybe they could like live to like outlive their human. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not not even close to 2000
0: okay well anyway Judd is 2000 years old and has been cryogenically frozen for 10,000 of them
1: also while we're talking about Judd I don't know if we were gonna come to this later but we're coming to it now yeah why does Judd like look like a normal cat sometimes cause he is a normal cat no but like you know how he looks in game yeah. But then, like, in, like, some sunken scroll pictures, he's just, like, a cat. Like, like there's that one old picture from, like, the war where um, Captain Cuttlefish looks like Count Olaf, and Sheldon's grandfather is, like, a spry 20-something, and... And then, like, Judd is just, like, sitting there in the middle of them. And, like, he's still got his suspenders and his bow tie, but he's, like, a normal cat.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing that. He has the proportions of a normal cat, not the, like, round boy we know and love.
1: Yeah, his tail is still pointed, though, if you, like, look.
0: Yeah, and he's, he's, he's still got the markings that look like his his suit. But, that That's Judd, but he's got the proportions of a normal
1: cat. And then not to mention, like, Count Olaf, Captain Cuttlefish, and all of them have, like, (laughs) human proportions for inklings as well.
0: I guess the best argument I could make is that we're seeing the world of Splatoon through a stylized lens when, like, that's closer to what it, like, actually looks like.
1: I mean, I guess that would make sense, but that's really weird to think about. It is. Because, like, I I feel more inclined to believe that, like, the art style we're seeing is what it actually looks like. Like, I don't know how to reconcile this. And I I guess it's just that we're seeing it through a weird lens. But because then there's also, um, this, I'm sure you were going to bring this in at some point. But this, you know, this, like, one Egyptian sunken scroll? Yeah. I don't even know what to make of that one. (laughs)
0: That's one of the first Turf Wars where it established the four on four format.
1: But there's like a lot going on here. There is
0: a lot going on. Like they have
1: like buff human bodies
0: but like Yeah, but their heads are like actual squids. Yeah, their heads are like
1: the squid form. And like Judd looks like a normal cat and there's Uh like birds. Um, Yeah,
0: Because there are birds and insects. They survived the great flood.
1: Well, I was going to say, because, like, Grasshopper versus Ant is a Splatfest. So, like, Grasshoppers Uh and Ants exist. But we'll get into that later, because I actually have something to say about that one, too. Okay. But, um... I mean, I can say that now, actually, because it's relevant. If you look at the art for that one, like, not, like, the Splatfest art, but, like, specifically, like, um... The little, like, character art, the bugs that they're with in their, like, art of them as children with the bugs are like weirdly marshmallowy little like creatures. Yeah. Like there's this art of child Callie with a bug net and she's like chasing after what looks like a mushroom with like splatoon squid eyes flying through the air. So like I'm seeing that. What do bugs like look like?
0: I mean, these look like little like because, like, okay, one of the, like, original, um, like, beta versions of Splatoon had them as, like, little, like, tofu cubes, didn't it? Um,
1: that sounds kind of familiar. I don't So, like, that know. could be a
0: reference to that, because that's, like, kind of what it looks like.
1: I guess? So, like, does that mean that there are, like, weird different bugs that, like, also evolved? Or, like...
0: I guess so. Like...
1: Because, like, to but- me... To me that art applies something like cars, where like everything is like a stylized thing. But then like the Splatfest art shows like a cricket and an ant. Mmm.
0: It does. It's just... Yeah, that... These are weird looking.
1: No, yeah. They're like really weird little like marshmallow boys. And, like, yeah, tofu's a good explanation. Like, they, <laughs> like, kind of... Like, I guess tofu would probably make more sense than, um... Marshmallows, thinking about, like, Asian cuisine and, like, stuff like that. But, like... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And, like... The other thing about this, like, Splatoon-Egyptian art, like, aside from also, like, implying that, like, the Egyptian art style was, like, a thing in ancient Splatoon, which is, like, a really interesting thing to think about, um, it also implies that, like, like, they, they look like they're holding very primitive splat guns,
0: right? Yeah. But the art I mean, also- And you can even see them spraying ink,
1: yeah. But the art also shows, like, the triangle splat bombs,
0: yeah. and the roller. And a, a roller yeah. yeah
1: which implies that those have existed since like whenever this art took place was
0: hmm.
1: so this this art is apparently from two thousand years ago
0: yeah I don't
1: know how to reconcile
0: that at all no yeah <laughs> like I
1: don't <laughs> and like wasn't even two thousand years ago when like it was before the sport like wasn't that before the sport had even started
0: this is like because no, this is back when it wasn't a sport it was an actual war but this, they were fighting over land
1: but this is depicting two different squid factions not the squids versus the octarians
0: i mean they look like squids like based on their heads but like if you look on the blue side there's an octopus on the top
1: i mean that's fair but the orange side is covered up so you can't really tell yeah if that side would be depicting a squid or not mm. I guess it's possible, though. I'm, I'm, like, squinting at them to see if there's any differences, and there's not really a difference between the two of them, no. other than their coloration. Um, oh No, because that wasn't... I was going to say, although in ancient Egyptian art they, like, used body color to represent factions, but I was misremembering that, it's they used it to represent gender. Oh.
0: Um,
1: If you're ever looking at ancient Egyptian art and you see, like, a white figure—that's a woman—and a brown or darker figure would be a man. Hmm, I didn't know that. I did because I took a classics art class. That's cool. It was pretty cool. It was like art and architecture of the ancient world, and it, I, I learned some stuff. It was fun. But yeah, I don't—I don't know what to make of this one.
0: I don't either.
1: Because I also don't know what to make of Jud looking like a normal cat. Like,
0: well. Well, I mean, I would say maybe it's a side effect of him having been cryogenically frozen and being alive for 2000 years, his body just changed. Cause like, look at this like concept art and look how malleable he is.
1: Oh, I'm not looking at the concept art yet, but I don't like the use of the word malleable.
0: Huh? Oh! He's so squishy.
1: Yeah, that's really... Oh, he's being, like, compressed in that one art. And he's, like, going with... And in that other art, he's, like, flat on the ground. Like, flat Mm -hmm. on the ground. And, like, in that art
0: with the traffic... uh, He looks kind of liquidy in that art. Yeah, maybe he just, like, reshaped his body into the ideal form. I mean... This is the ideal male body. You may not agree with it, but this is what peak performance looks like.
1: I mean, do we think... So we think that he can possibly evolve while still
0: alive. Not necessarily, I guess, I guess evolve, but I was thinking just reshape himself. Just reshape.
1: Cause like, I mean, actually, now I'm looking at him, did he just like gain a lot of weight maybe? Yeah. Cause he's still fairly cat-like. He's just like more stylized. Mm -hmm. Like maybe he just gained some weight and learned how to walk on his hind legs.
0: He's just a little chonker. And, like, the the machine that cryogenically froze him for 10,000 years has other properties to it as well. It does? It's also a cloning machine. Right,
1: because that's where little Judd came from. He's, yeah. like, the Mewtwo to Judd's Mew or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: so maybe it also has other properties, like, it made him squishy.
1: And immortal. Cause yeah. He can live to be 2,000 now. Because <laughs> I was actually thinking about that in terms of, like... Although I guess it doesn't make sense if Captain Cuttlefish is still alive, but like now he's like a little old. Although old can't
0: He's only 130 and a lot of like cephalopods can live to a long time if they're not killed.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. Did Inklings like evolve to become more stylized? But like, I don't think that's true. Where's that one- Um, shoot, where's that one sunken? Actually, I mean, looking at this one sunken scroll that, like, shows how they evolved from squids, the final stage is, like, a very, like, adult human form Mm -hmm. squid. So maybe that is what inklings are supposed to look like. Yeah, I think it is. I think inklings are supposed to look like realistic humans. We just don't see them that way because it doesn't make a cute, fun kids
0: game. Yeah. It's just stylized to look cool. Like it's not a depiction of how it actually looks in reality.
1: That's weird. If it
0: was how it's supposed to look in reality, Splatoon would probably be mo I
1: mean... And I don't like
0: the idea of that at all.
1: I mean now, well now I kind of want to see like people's artistic renditions of like human adult proportions, Kelly, Mary, Pearl Marina,
0: Inklings. Listeners of Breaking the Lore, this is your challenge this week. Draw photorealistic inklings.
1: Yep, that's if you're out there and you want to please make inklings we would love to see look it. the
0: way that they're supposed to look
1: because apparently they're supposed to look like photorealistic humans just with weird hair and like goggle things on their face. So send them our way. Um, Add our Twitter or post them in our server or, whatever i just want to see them i want to i want to see Callie and mary but like real humans <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't really like this i like i would like it better if the world was just stylized and weird and mask chibi but like i guess this is what i have to accept this is
0: what real life is now you just have to live with it <laughs>
1: this, this is what splatoon is really like i i may not like it but this is real splatoon <laughs>
0: Um, As long as we're talking about, like, the early days of, like, Inkling society, um, the first few battles of the Great Turf War, the Inklings actually lost because they all slept in.
1: (laughs) So, like, Octarians are early
0: risers. Yeah. (sighs) They probably woke up at, like, noon and they were like, wait a minute, we already already lost the battle. What? (laughs) You guys invaded us
1: (laughs) They're sort of like, weird to <laughs> think of like, that. Like, is that, like, is that a war crime to, like, attack somewhere while the people are sleeping? I know we did that in the Revolutionary War, but I don't think that was on the moral up and up.
0: I don't know if it's a war crime, but I feel like if they're sleeping in too late, it's their own fault, because they're in a war. I mean, they should kind of it's true, but, like... Because... <laughs> The way it's described in the Sunken Sea Scroll, it doesn't even sound like they were attacked while they were sleeping. It sounds like they slept too late. (laughs) So, like, the
1: battle was going on and they were just like, we're going to sleep for a while. And then, like, they knew it was time for the battle to start and they kept sleeping. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess that is
1: different from, like, the Octarians just, like, rummaging.
0: If they they ransacked an Inkling village at three in the morning, that's different from attacking at noon.
1: That's fair that's very fair so before we get too far off the topic of the um apocalypse and like the start of inkling society um i think it's funny that like theoretically we've already avoided that what do you mean well like i mean i guess like what was set up could still very realistically happen in fact it's actually a pretty interestingly realistic scenario to have us just a constant war and then we bomb Antarctica. I don't know if that would actually flood the whole world, but maybe uh, I kind of doubt it because that doesn't really make much sense. I think it would greatly reduce the amount of land though because of the huge amount of water because um, we're already having coastal issues. but um but but what I was saying is like the fossil that like is is put in with the um, with the um, sunken sea scroll about the apocalypse, it shows someone playing a Wii U. <laughs> which which implies that the apocalypse happened before the last time anyone ever played a Wii U. So several years ago now.
0: <laughs> we have theoretically already passed that point because nobody's dusted off their Wii U anymore. Exactly.
1: Like... You're not going mean, to see, mine, a, fossil, gonna see a fossil. up. You're not going to see a fossil of admittedly. people um, playing
0: it? What'd you say? Mine's hooked up, admittedly.
1: Oh, babe. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I am single-handedly preventing the apocalypse by playing my Wii once in a while. No, you're
1: single-handedly <laughs> <laughs> encouraging the Splatoon apocalypse to happen because it's still possible. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Um... That sunken sea scroll that shows the um, human fossil with the Wii U fossil also describes the um, the creature as having an odd internal skeleton and with a small skull that indicates the creature was likely primitive with little intelligence Jeez And, and to have been fossilized in the middle of some kind of ritual Which is funny because like...
1: Splatoon characters have video games <laughs> like.
0: They have an arcade. That doesn't mean they have home consoles.
1: I mean, they have, they have
0: smartphones.
1: I would assume that they also have home
0: consoles. I guess they have smartphones. They have TV. No, yeah. They have blogs. Like.
1: They have smartphones. They have laptops and they have home TVs. Like, it makes more sense that they have home consoles than it doesn't. Yeah. So, like. Like. It's it's really funny that like they describe it as if they have no fucking clue what video games are. They're like, I mean, maybe they just don't use discs. I mean, we don't use discs anymore. So
0: <laughs> tell that to the PS4, and the Xbox One, the what? Tell that to Blu-rays. What's that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, I think that actually. Weirdly confirms that they don't have skeletons, though. Yeah. If they're kind of mystified by human skeletons. Um, It it also implies that their skulls are bigger than human skulls, which kind of throws a weird wrench into the whole,
0: like, (laughs) they look like normal humans theory. They don't have skulls. Their brain is like their whole head. And that's why they're like, wow, this thing is tiny.
1: Ew, that's gross. Exactly. Oh, that's really disgusting. I wish you didn't say that to everyone (laughs) listening. (laughs) I'm glad I said it. Somebody had to. Mm, We're moving forward. That was 12,000 years ago, though. So Splatoon takes place 12,000 years after World War. 2016? Many. (laughs) Yeah, after after like 2016, 2014. (laughs) Going along with our... um, thing from Cars where we tried to place the series on the timeline. Just add 12,000 to like 2014-ish and you can figure out for yourself when the Splatoon games take place.
0: Also, another thing from the uh, Sunken Sea Scrolls. There's a poem called Paradise Lost by Octolangelo. Yeah? Yeah.
1: So now we're getting into weird shit. We're like... (laughs) You have to wonder, like, how certain things repeated, even though this is technically a continuation. It's like poetry. It rhymes. I mean, apparently. (laughs) Do we have the text of Paradise Lost?
0: Yes, but it's written in English, so I can't read it. Oh.
1: Oh, shoot. I'm looking at it now. Like, it even has, like, Adam and Eve and like yeah. an apple being handed by a... does this imply that Octarians have Christianity?
0: Yeah it absolutely does
1: and that the devil and that the <laughs> devil is an inkling because the like snake quote unquote handing them the apple
0: it, Yeah, it's a little is an
1: inkling point. so like this this to me like implies that that yeah that the Octolings have a version of Christianity, which actually, the naughty or nice Splatfest. I mean, yeah, Squidmas is a thing. Is, is that what they call it? Do they call it Squidmas?
0: Yeah, there, there's Squidmas, and there's also a figure called Father Squidmas. I'm going. Who delivers gifts to all the good inklings around the world. <laughs> and, um, Callie believes in him. But Marie says that was just Captain Cuttlefish. Aww, dressed Callie. up like
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> I love Callie.
0: In addition to Squidmas, there's also a weed. Yeah,
1: I know there is. So like... So that means that like... Not only do the Octarians have a version of Christianity that specifically demonizes Inklings. But Inklings have some kind of I mean, okay. Technically, the Inklings having Squidmas doesn't imply that they have Christianity because it seems to be based more in, like, the
0: commercial... Yeah, it's just... It's a it's a goodwill gift-giving holiday. It doesn't have to have a Christian but origin.
1: That, along with Splatoween, does imply that they have, like... Like, you know, like, pagan holidays. Because that's, like, where... <laughs> like, it implies that they had, like, an Inkling version of Yule... And whatever the original <laughs> Halloween was, like Sam Wayne or something like that, to like That's true. lead yeah. to Squidness and Splatoon. You're right. <laughs> so like,
0: who are the the pagan gods of Splatoon? Who are the
1: pagan gods of Splatoon? That's the question
0: we have to ask ourselves. Um, do you think? Do you think the Tanuki and the Kitsune? From, from Inkling in- Inkl- Inkopolis Plaza?
1: Wait, what tanuki? I think they're gods? What tanuki? Kitsune?
0: There's a big uh, statue in, in, in Inkopolis Plaza. I mean, that just implies statues, that like, they also
1: have Inkling Shintoism. <laughs> yeah. Sure does. Which, I mean, reminds me of an interesting beta element that... Now is as good a time as I need to share since we're talking about Inkling Shintoism and Inkling Religion. Um, Oh, yeah, there is. I mean, yeah, no, that definitely implies Inkling Shintoism.
0: Um, Yeah, sure does.
1: Originally, Callie and Mary weren't supposed to be idols. They were going to be shrine maidens. And the, like turf war announcements instead of being a like morning show We're going to be them receiving visions from God and communicating them to the population of Inkopolis
0: were the splat fests also to be handed down yes. from God? yes they were all like okay so in that case I think I know who God is who? okay so there is a sacred fax machine that announces fests. There is? That is our God. Wait, what? what
1: a fax machine. There's a machine. sacred fax
0: machine? Yeah, there's a sacred fax machine. So they just, like, get... Well, I mean, the fax machine wouldn't
1: be God. God would be whoever's sending the faxes.
0: That's fair. The faxes right. would
1: be the... the communicator of God. Which would imply that, like, Callie and Mary in this beta version would have been Shams. Because... They would have been like claiming they had visions, but just like using the weird fax machine that is apparently from God. Oh, that's that's frightening. It even has weird little candles. Yeah, it's it's a sacred fax machine. This is, haunted fax machine drank my Pepsi and called me a bitch. Look upon the face of the God. face of God's cell phone. God's communication piece Let's Let's not get crazy Octarians have some sort of Christianity Um, Inklings Theoretically have some sort of like Paganism Shintoism Combination But also Possibly some form of monotheism Since they think that God talks to them through a fax machine but also maybe they think, like, a group of gods talked to them through the fax machine. I don't think it's... Is it clear? Do they elaborate? No, it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it also gets messy when you think about, like, what is a leftover from what they've discovered about the ancient world and what is, like, something that they developed on their own. I mean, like, yeah. did the Octarians find, like, a Bible and that's where they made octarian christianity from did the inklings just find like things referencing halloween and christmas and like never had the pagan holidays but adapted the modern holidays and like maybe they just saw images of like the kitsune and tanuke and don't have any knowledge of like shintoism but they like incorporated them anyway because they
0: like them yeah, that's kind of a slippery slope. Like, we don't really know what they believe or what's just part of our world. That's oh, no, yeah, over. there's no
1: hard answers. I'm just like, when you're no. debating Inkling yeah. and Octarian religion, there's a lot of facets to examine. <laughs> I could really teach a whole, whole theology class on this one. So check your local college. I don't have I a professing... To, I'm not a... I can't be a professor legally. I don't have the <laughs> qualifications. But one day it's never gonna happen I'm not going to school for that but one day um which actually I guess like relatedly that brings me to something else I wanted to discuss we're kind of all over the map but we're always all over the map um
0: we are that's what the show's about about
1: being all over the map um so Splatfests are real they exist in canon they're not divorced from Uh the series So that means Spongebob, Transformers, Sanrio characters, um... The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those all theoretically exist. There's even official art of Mary with a Patrick (laughs) keychain. So, like, do we think, like... Like, like, what do we think here? Do we think they, like, found those left over? Like, did they find full episodes of Spongebob in the Wreckage and, like, we're like, this really fucking slaps, let's make some more of it? Like, did That's they find descriptions think. of episodes and maybe pictures of the character designs and, like,
0: make their own thing? I think that it's just, like, out there there's, like, still a lot of our media left over. Because, like, I imagine some of our technology would have stayed behind, which means some of our, like, media files, and they could have found episodes of Spongebob and a hell of a lot of Hello Kitty merchandise and stuff like that.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm, like, writing a post-apocalyptic novel series, and I, like, was researching it, and it's actually, like, surprisingly damn hard to get rid of the entire internet without, like, wanting to. Yeah. Like, in an apocalyptic scenario, like... Maybe it could be difficult to find the
0: electricity to turn the computers on. I mean, they have electricity. They have the great Zapfish.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not talking about Splatoon. I'm talking about, like, in general. In real life. But like, Yes, in real life. But, like, with the way that, like, servers are set up and, like, how spread out and how many backup servers there are, for the internet to be, like, well and truly, like, destroyed irreparably, you cannot get the information back, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is actually surprisingly hard. Because I wanted that to happen in my series. And I just, like... It got too hard, and I was like, I can't figure out how to do this. So they just, it didn't happen. Um, So, I mean, it's believable that they could have, like, gotten a computer working. Mm -hmm. And, um, found old media.
0: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of our media would have survived, and they what the inklings would to this day have debates about what was better
1: no yeah and i mean and i mean that's not even like the only media too because yeah. i was when i was researching um they also have musical theater oh, nice. um in splatoon 2 you can see a poster for wicked <laughs> like it's it's a very interesting poster cuz it's like the poster for because like it even it even implies they've seen the poster that we have because it looks like the poster that we have um, with, like, Glinda whispering in Alphabet's ear. Huh. But it's stylized to be, like, squid, Splatoon, like, like sort of Splatoon's art style aesthetic. Huh. It's, like, stylized to look like that. And if you look behind it, you can even see Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Like, sort of the Phantom mask, but, like, stylized to look squiddy.
0: Okay, so that implies something a little concerning. Okay. Do you think that means cats exist?
1: I mean, if Wicked and Phantom of the Opera exist? Probably, unless since I've seen both Wicked and Phantom of the Opera, you want to be like only ones that Nyssa has seen exist.
0: You've seen cats, not on stage, but you've seen cats. it
1: uh, doesn't count. I haven't seen it on stage. It's not the movie version. Doesn't count.
0: <laughs> I, I have not that's the criteria they That use. means the
1: Cats the movie can
0: exist. <laughs> not Cats the musical,
1: which I've never seen.
0: I, I don't think Splatoon depends on what you've seen to determine what still exists.
1: It doesn't. I'm just trying to make sure the cats doesn't exist in canon.
0: I mean, I would imagine Judd loves cats. It's the only way he has to see representation of himself.
1: I mean, yeah, because cats don't really exist anymore because Judd and little Judd are the only ones.
0: Yeah. He probably um, loves the play because it's the only other cats he gets to see.
1: Okay, I get it. I'm denying <laughs> Judd his only happiness by making cats not exist. I'm sorry I hate Judd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so like related to all that, something that i found really weirdly interesting was um, the Inklings have their own version of the Voyager golden record sent out into space? They, they do? Yes! Does that mean Inklings have space travel?
1: Mm. We now send this message to outer space sealed yeah. a disk. Perhaps one day we will encounter intelligent life. Inklings have space travel. Inklings have space travel. That's really <laughs> weird to think about. <laughs> that's so strange.
0: Yeah, it, it really is.
1: No, yeah, it's 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 really weird to think about Inklings having space travel. I don't know why that's so weird to me. Um Especially because I'm sure there are
0: Splatfests that, like, even rely on it, like... I mean, there was, like, a fantasy science fiction Splatfest, but even then, that's, like, fiction. No, yeah. So, like, they have the idea of space travel, at least, but, like...
1: But, no, they have real space travel. They do, Because yeah. they've sent out a <laughs> Voyager Gold disc. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> yeah. Um... I like this weird sea scroll that like has them being shocked that people ate tempura shrimp. That one's really good, yeah. It's like especially funny because like they also eat fish. like They sure do. There was a whole Splatfest where like Mary really likes onigiri with red salmon in it. <laughs> <laughs> like I guess it's because shrimp also evolved to be like them and like I guess salmon just didn't but like
0: I mean, yeah kind of, i mean Callie likes tuna so no yeah exactly like they they eat seafood like, i mean we see the salmonids like there are salmon and they are sentient so like and they steal their
1: eggs so that raises a whole number of issues
0: That's um, a lot of really concerning questions yeah
1: this no yeah there's a lot of questions that come from them casually, including seafood in the Splatfests. <laughs> I'm sure someone in our comments is gonna be like, the Splatfests aren't real and meant to be taken seriously, but you know what?
0: I have something to say to that, something I was gonna bring up later, but I'll say it now. Go for it. Like, Splatfests are 100% canon, because um, like in some of the Splatfest dialogue it's that it said that According to Splatfest law, the winner of a Splatfest is legally considered better, even if scientifically proven otherwise, as with, like, the chicken versus egg. So, yeah. like, in in inkling law, if something wins a Splatfest, it's considered better. Which brings me to another very, very concerning... Um,
1: yeah, I was gonna say, that, that sounds like it'd be ripe for concerning things.
0: There was a squids versus octopi Splatfest that's that's some concerning Civil rights implications there Yeah I
1: was gonna say That's like the That's like
0: the racism Splatfest <laughs> Squids are legally Better than octopi <laughs> That's
1: That's really Concerning
0: It's really
1: Concerning Um So like squids Squids won that Yep God I wish octopi Won that Um when did that take place? Did that take place in the Splatoon One era, Splatoon Two era? That was Splatoon Two. Oh yikes! That's... So the
0: Octolings were allowed to participate in that one. And they still lost.
1: I thought they're considered legally worse. Yeah, that's that's really <laughs> no. Yeah, that is really concerning. Cause like, I mean, obviously Octolings would already have like racial issues in a Inkling society but like, that just makes it worse.
0: Yeah, I don't like that at all.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. I, I'm starting to think that some of these Splatfests really really just weren't thought through within the w- rules of the universe. I mean,
0: chaos won over order. So that's no good for Splatoon 3. Chaos is canonically better.
1: <laughs> that's interesting, that's a lot to think about. In terms of like a lot of different things in another sunken scroll, it kind of ties together almost everything we've talked about so far in terms of um, stylization, in terms of inklings mimicking human things and it being kind of confusing in terms of not thinking about the implications of the work. So there's a sunken scroll that includes a photograph that mimics the famous um, French Revolution painting. Yeah, that I can't remember the name of because I'm the worst. Um, with Judd as the lady, he doesn't have his titties out, in case anyone was wondering, because Judd doesn't have titties. Um. But so a, a lot of things in this image. First of all, they're weird, like French Revolution attire. Um. Which is completely at odds with, like, any attire we've seen them wearing in other pictures where it's all seeming to be more, like, <laughs> like not that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a better word for that, but just not that. Look, um, they all
0: dressed, like, fashionable, very fresh.
1: No, yeah, they're all dressed like weird little, like, page boys <laughs> from the 1800s, and I don't <laughs> know why. Um, next thing... The Inklings have their human proportions. Judd does not. Hmm. Judd is his normal, like, fat Garfield-looking self.
0: I guess that just... I guess that just lends itself to the um, Judd is very malleable theory. I mean, I guess guess
1: so. Like, I guess that makes that have to be canon that Judd, that's just how he looks now and he did look like a normal cat but now he just doesn't. But like the funny thing about that is like this picture had to have taken place around when the picture of um, of Count Olaf Captain Cuttlefish was taken because it's the end of the war and the picture of him as a little cat was when the war had been going on for about a year.
0: Well, how long did the war last?
1: Uh, Presumably not that long.
0: Okay, hold on. According um, to the Splatoon Wiki, the Great Turf War was a long and vigorous war.
1: But like, would it have been that long? Because like- More than a year, probably. Well, I mean- yeah, more than a year, obviously. But like, I don't know. It, it had to have taken some time for Jud A to Jud B other part of this that I want to address so in the original painting um because it's the middle of a battle and everything they're standing amongst corpses uh huh and they did that here they sure did because there are bits of octarian all over the floor
0: and lots of splats
1: lots of splats
0: oh that's Splat's from both sides, because there's green and purple ones.
1: Yeah. But there's more purple. Yeah. And there's purple in some of the dude's clothes, which yeah. implies that that's the bad guy color. Also, the fact that the girl's hair is green. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, does that imply that, like... Because in, in Splatoon, like, in Turf Wars, no one dies, right? Like, they just, like...
0: No, 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 no. You just get splatted, and then you, uh, start over. <laughs> Start over. You um, just go back does... to the. You just respawn. Like right, I feel like. How like, does that? You don't die. You just work in universe. Teleport. I guess.
1: How does that work in universe? When someone gets splatted, do they just like?
0: That's a really good question.
1: Have to feel better for what? Like like how like in universe? What is how is splatted explained?
0: Um. Okay. So. A splat is an event that occurs in the Splatoon series, whenever the health points of a player, Octarian, or Salmoner reaches zero. Yes. Okay, so the Splatoon wiki describes, um, upon being splatted, a player will explode an enemy ink while their ghost flies upward. So they die? It doesn't really have any, any, any information on like, the lore of splatting.
1: I mean, I guess, does that imply that, like, this might be getting into too much, does this imply that, like, Inklings' bodies are made of sentient ink?
0: I mean, they're not, though, because in Inkling biology, they there's a big organ inside of them that is an ink sac.
1: But, like, because they, they, their, 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 like, soul goes into the pool of ink and then they just kind of rise back up And form out of the ink. Are they like... Are they like Steven Universe gems where they can just kind of reform?
0: I suppose so?
1: Like, I I guess they'd have to be like Steven Universe gems where they can like...
0: Get poofed and reform? Yeah, I guess that's gotta be the answer. Nothing else makes sense. But then like,
1: these are like dead... Like, this implies, like, they were killing Octarians.
0: The weapons back then were, like, deadly, but the ones these days are used for sport?
1: Well, like, that's the thing. Like, it seems like they're using military-grade weapons for their sporting event.
0: I mean, in, in the Turf War, they used bamboozlers, which is a weapon we still have to this day for Turf War. So, like...
1: I mean, that adds a whole other, like... I was gonna mention at some point that, like... Turf Wars and Splatfests are kind of messed up. In that they're, like, basically, like... Like, they're blood sport. They kind of are, yeah. Like, they're, like, they're not, quote-unquote, but they are. Because, like... Like, I know it's, like don't worry kids it's just paintball but like they're using the weapons they use in warfare they're doing it specifically to imitate a world war and they're like sort of killing each other like I guess we're just going with the whole Steven Universe poofing thing because that's the only explanation I can think of yeah so like they're kind of killing each other they are for sport and like Yeah.
0: The most popular sport among today's fourteen year olds. Murder. The, yeah.
1: Like the, like it's, it's almost like I was gonna avoid comparing it to the Hunger Games, but then when you throw in the fourteen year like you know? <laughs> like it's like it's a weird, like, teenager blood sport uh, meant like to this. imitate war, using real weapons. Because, like, it may look like paintball to us, but, like, every single shot of the war, including and especially this one of them standing on Octarian corpses surrounded by ink, implies that, like, these are the actual weapons of war. And they're not just, like,
0: children's weapons. I mean, ink is also, like, kind of like their blood? Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, they explode into ink. Like... And like at one point, um, one of the C Scrolls um, describes like ink pressure, like as in blood pressure. Yeah, yeah.
1: So like, yeah, this raises a number of a number of compelling issues where, to put it lightly and by lightly, I mean, I'm just gonna lay all the cards on the table. The most popular sport in this society is teenagers going into an arena with weapons, like military-grade weapons, spreading, seeing who can paint the walls and floors with the most blood.
0: <laughs> it's true. That's exactly what it is, and I hate it.
1: It is literally a, like, I... battle royale blood sport.
0: <laughs> and I mean, another, like, weird thing about it... Um... The ink just disappears on its own because it's eaten by microbes? And there's a lot going on there too. This was only recently discovered the microbes were in like before the events of Splatoon 2 because in Splatoon 1 in Sea Scrolls it says they have no idea why the ink disappears. So like
1: wouldn't those be like Kind
0: of dangerous to inklings. I mean, I guess what it is is those are the kinds of microbes that like decompose their bodies when they die. I guess so. I don't. I don't like that.
1: Yeah, I don't like that either. Cause that means I mean that one means that their arenas are just swarming with them, which makes sense because if they decompose them they would swarm to like the fact that these places are fucking painted in blood (laughs) like i'm sorry to our listeners who didn't want this to turn into like we make this beloved colorful kids series dark but that's just where it went this time but like i don't like doing that just is like that like the more you look into the lore it is just like a a, a bloody battle royale (laughs)
0: Yeah, I, I didn't want to make it that. I don't like theories like that. That's just how Splatoon is. Like,
1: like similar to how it's canon, but it is post-apocalyptic. Like, it's another... Like, like this one isn't canon, but it's, like, damn close.
0: Yeah. Do you think we could get a little more lighthearted? Because I have I mean, some fun facts about the idols.
1: I mean, I don't know, babe, because I'm about to pitch every anime studio, like, a battle royale genre gritty Splatoon anime and I think it's gonna be show of the season but if you if you'd rather move on to brighter pastures
0: then what's next um when Pearl was young she once sang in like a singing competition and broke a speaker doing it
1: (laughs) weird ass little gremlin
0: um Marie hosts her own TV show called Problem Solve, Studying with Marie. It airs every Thursday night at 25 o'clock.
1: What time is that?
0: Do you know how many hours are in a day, babe? 24? Yeah, so what time is 25 o'clock?
1: So here on Breaking the Lore, we're about to talk about how inklings have a different clock from humans. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to get to that. Um, inklings inklings don't have normal hours like we do. Um, their hours are shortened. In fact, let's let's just assume let's just assume that shows on prime time. Why not? Yeah. So that means inklings have many, many hours that we do not have. <laughs> Do we think that's because of, like, climate change making the days actually longer? Or do we think that's just because they don't subscribe to 60
0: Minutes as an Hour? Would climate change do that?
1: I don't know, I'm not a climate scientist. <laughs>
0: I don't think it would. I don't think climate change can affect the rotation of the Earth. I mean, yeah, no, probably not. So like, yeah, it's probably just they measure time differently. That's really
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. But Okay, so th- The amount of hours in a day is different But the days of the week are the same Interesting Tw- They have a 25 o'clock on Thursday
1: <laughs> 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 Alright, Inklings But yeah, she... She really does have a studying. That's kind of cute.
0: Um,
1: I mean, I guess that makes sense because perfect mind, perfect body. She was perfect mind, so I guess like if we wanted to extrapolate that, we could say that she's like super smart. I'm sure
0: she is. Yeah. Um, Callie also has her own TV show, but hers is a drama. Hers is oh right.
1: She's she became like an actress, right? Yeah. Like, she became like a soap opera actress. Mm-hmm.
0: And the pressures of fame are getting to her, and she's a little depressed.
1: Oh, Callie. She didn't want to be a celebrity.
0: Oh, yeah, she also has a blog. Yeah, she has a blog, and she uses emoticons on it, just like we do.
1: Yeah, she uses the little, like, the little, like, W mouth and, like, the, the, the eyes. <laughs> I mean, there's also, like, Inkling Instagram.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can, can see you can it in can a different see it on that. Inklings scroll. eat toast with avocado and egg on it. They do. Just like millennials.
1: Exactly. They also um. They also drink tea and read books in bed and post feet pics, I guess.
0: <laughs> um. Do you think there's a uh, Inkling OnlyFans? I don't think this is
1: an appropriate discussion
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think most of the inklings We know about are 14 years old I'm not saying the 14 year olds Are doing it but like The playable ones are 14 but like The idols are adults which means there are other Adult inklings some of them are probably uh, You know Sex workers I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of there
1: I mean sure why not inkling only fans exist I mean I don't see why not if there's inkling Instagram and if there's inkling like blogs and stuff like why yeah you know wouldn't there be
0: yeah Instagram
1: Instagram so can I get dark again for a second go for it um the salmonids are trying to cause an apocalypse they are um, they're either trying to cause an apocalypse or they're trying to rise up and kill all Inklings and Octarians. Oh, because there's an ancient religious text. Um, when smoke rises from the seven rings, um, pink fish will emerge from the sea, devouring all creatures of the land. Oh, from a Bible called the
0: Book of Madai. Oh. Um, Salmonocalypse <Se Wherever he is. laughs> so
1: basically yeah the idea is that like seven if you look at the picture seven holes will open in the clouds <laughs> and a bunch of salmonids with big sharp teeth will come out and kill everyone
0: yeah yeah don't
1: like that. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. Just Splatoon gets dark sometimes, often. Which I mean, now that I think about it, like if land is a valuable resource and the Octarians and the Inklings fought over it, but like ended up sort of like agreeing that like some of them get some land and some get other land. The Salmonids probably also want land.
0: I'm sure they do, but like Inklings and octolings didn't even, like, come to an agreement. The octolings live in underground caves. That's an agreement. They don't like it. It's an agreement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't have to live in the ocean like the, um, salmonids. The salmonids could be, like, the main villain of Splatoon 3.
0: I mean, that's what it implies here. Because there was, um, a new year greeting for 2020 and it like showed salmonids spelling out like 2020 but there's a reflection in the water that reads sos
1: yeah no if there if splatoon 3 comes out anytime soon i wouldn't be surprised at all or if splatoon 3 comes out at all it doesn't have to be soon i wouldn't be surprised at all if salmonids are like the main antagonist or
0: like a major plot and like the waves also spell out save our salmonids Huh. It's, it's kind of scary, actually.
1: <laughs> it is a little bit scary. I don't trust salmonids. Like I, like I said, I've never played Splatoon two, so like seeing the on sea squirrel, it's like they have weapons. I was like, they have weapons.
0: I mean, they have like frying pans, which I mean, like they're good weapons, like frying pans. Who knew, right? But like, no, yeah, exactly. Okay, so we touched on it like a little bit earlier, and I just I thought this was really funny, but like. Um... We talked about how like um like the octarian adam and eve and like the judd with the like liberty leading the people there's just, like a yeah. lot of the sea scrolls of like parodies of like historical stuff like that and there's one that's um a parody picture of winston churchill and franklin roosevelt but with dj octavio and captain cuttlefish oh yeah no i've seen that one <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's It's a really weird one. (laughs) No, yeah, there's a lot of weird things in these Sea Scrolls, like, like, I don't know, there's just, there's, like, there's those fun lore ones, and then there's, like, one where, like, it talks about how Bisque, the, like, guy from the shoe store, broke up with his girlfriend (laughs) because he wanted to be a rock star. I mean, Turf War apparently isn't the only major sport they have. Um, They also have a famous card game tournament. Um, (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh? No. (laughs) It's apparently a parody of... um, I'm probably going to mispronounce this, so if you know how to pronounce Japanese properly in the audience, don't kill me, because I don't. Um, Ogura Hayakunin Issue. Um, I've never heard of it. Um, Mm. but then again, the only Japanese card game I'm really familiar with is Hanafunda. Um, so I wouldn't expect to be Mm. aware of it. But um, I guess yeah, they have like a famous tournament of that every single year, and it's like a big thing for them too. That's cool. Um, is apparently just naturally gifted at it. (laughs) Kiam had never played before the tournament this year, and he won.
0: At the age of nine, Marina started building weapons for the Octarian army.
1: Yeah, Sabine (laughs) Rin. So she, like, was a weapons developer? Yeah. That's so weird to think about. Does it go into any more detail about that at all?
0: Um, For the next few years, went on to play a part in designing the Flutter and enhancing the great Octo weapons, She was also present at um, Agent 3's battle against DJ Octavio in Splatoon 1.
1: Really? Yeah. Did she play any major? Did Like, was that what made her quit them? Or like, what? Yeah,
0: she deserted the army after hearing this good sister sing the Calamari incantation.
1: Aww.
0: <laughs> her only comment you... was, this changes everything.
1: You ever... You ever so gay for an idol that you give up your promising career as a weapons developer to also become an idol for the opposite army (laughs) that's that's cute I didn't know about that but that's kind of cute and fun um so some interesting inkling facts inklings have multiple hearts yeah Yeah. um Captain Cuttlefish at one point says all of my hearts um when he's surprised. <laughs> and real life cephalopods have three hearts. So huh. Inklings apparently have multiple hearts. That's really cool. Um, the Inklings are um, 14 in the game, because apparently that is the age when Inklings gain full control over squid transformation. Um, This does note that we have art apparently of Pearl controlling it when she looks much younger, but also she looks much younger than 21 now. So yeah. she could easily have been 14 and still just kind of looked young mm-hmm. considering she looks young for her age regardless. Apparently they were originally designed to be 17, um, but got toned down to 14 year olds because... They thought they looked more, like, gremlin-y and rebellious <laughs> as 14-year-olds. Also, apparently, it was supposed to be a girls-only species. <laughs> In the original design plans, there weren't going to be any male Inklings. Oh. Interesting. Um, because they wanted a series that had female protagonists and focused on female protagonists.
0: And I'm glad they did. Especially, like, I, I like that the girl inkling is, like, the face.
1: No yeah I like that the girl inkling is like the like there's no canon one but like the canon like main mascot one and I like that Callie and Mary um, Marina and Pearl like because we've had four of them I'm open to the idea of male idols for the next game but like I like that they've been so focused on um, female main characters and female protagonists for this series remember how you um Yelled at me. Well, not yelled at me, but made fun of me about that whole, are Inklings just made of ink? I
0: didn't make fun of you for it.
1: But you said it wasn't, it didn't make sense. It was not real. Though. The Squid Research Lab. That's right, I'm coming at you with the Squid, All right, research, squid lab, research Lab. Squid Research Lab, play it on me. Admitted that Inklings may be made entirely out of ink. Yeah. Which would explain why they dissolve in water, th- swim through grates and reform with ease after being splatted. This means that in humanoid form, they may hold themselves up with ink pressure, which means that they use, like, the ink's, like, density and stuff to retain standing upright and their form.
0: All right, I'll give it to you.
1: I was ahead of my time you were ahead of my time yeah. I mean the squid research lab probably said this years ago <laughs> but I didn't know it yet no. so listen I mean to be fair we hadn't addressed how inklings literally dissolve in water no. and can go through grates which are both very weird features I mean I guess go through grates I'd be willing to like ignore because octopi and things can fit in very small spaces i don't know what the extent of that like how far that goes but like they can do that but like the whole dissolving in water thing is very eyebrow raising Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean i'm gonna go ahead and say that i'm very much team um inklings are like gems from steven universe but it's that their soul, or their gem, or whatever you want to call it, their soul, goes back to the ink puddle and reforms a body out of ink.
0: Yeah. That, I'll give it to you, yeah.
1: So yeah, you heard it here. Inklings are made of ink, probably. They don't have tongues in game, but they have tongues in the manga and in the naughty and nice artwork. <laughs> so whether or not inklings have tongues or not, that's up to you. <laughs>
0: I'm going to choose to believe they do. Me too. Feels right. Yeah.
1: They eat food, so I I feel like they kind of need them a little bit.
0: Marina collects comic books and owns at least 5,000 of them. Jesus! Marina!
1: What? That's not so many! So? I want to collect 5,000 comic books. Inklings can drink liquids, but can't be submerged in them okay that's because okay. inklings are seen drinking things in like the game
0: yeah and i'm 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 glad about that because that always kind of concerned me like how do they drink water if they dissolve in water
1: i mean it's weird to like think about how that logistically works those are all my fun inkling facts the the inkling trivia section is over can i give you some pearl
0: trivia facts
1: yeah hit okay. me with some
0: pearl stuff So, like, obviously, you know, Pearl is extremely rich. She is? Oh, yeah. Actually, she does kind of have an heiress princess
1: vibe.
0: When she was six years old, she owned a ship of the same model as the stage Manta Maria. She owns a (laughs) go-kart. She still gets an allowance despite having a job. (laughs) She has personal shoppers that go to Mako Mart for her. She does? Yeah. Girl, come on. Her family owns Camp Triggerfish, and she designed it and wrote the lyrics for its song. Wow. Her family owns the Incopolis Princess League, a professional baseball league, which I guess means baseball exists.
1: I mean, yeah, no, that that definitely implies that baseball is real in Splatoon.
0: She has a vegetable garden that needs to be watered by helicopter. So it's really, really big. Apparently,
1: yeah. Pearl, oh my god.
0: (laughs) What a rich girl. I don't have anything else to say to that. Pearl uses a charger to compensate for her stature.
1: I feel like Pearl's gonna call me a cake sniffer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, just after learning
0: all of that. Oh, Pearl has difficulty sitting still, and, and fidgets if she sits, sits still too long.
1: Oh, she's cute. I like the juxtaposition between this, like, little, like, gremlin rich girl princess thing she's got going on, <laughs> and, like, her, like, parental advisory warning <laughs> music.
0: I mean, yeah, like, one of Pearl's songs is literally censored dudes be censored sleepin'. Yeah, and it, like, it includes a very long, just like, sensor beep in the middle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the radio edit. I want them to release the parental <laughs> advisory warning. Let Pearl song. say fuck! Yeah. Nintendo, if you're listening to this, which you aren't, please release the unradio edited version of that song.
0: Okay, so in English, Marina calls Pearl pearly. Oh, but But um, in almost every language, she refers to her as Little Pearl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Well,
0: in Japanese, she calls her Senpai. Um, in French, she calls her My Little Pearl, My Poor Pearl, and just Little Pearl. And then in Aww. German, Italian, and Spanish, she calls her Little Pearl.
1: That's so cute. Kelly's also super rich. Yeah, she has more money than she can count, according to Mary. <laughs> um. Also. Yeah. Her her tattoo from Splatoon two. Yeah. Washes off in hot water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a fact about her. Um. Her trivia admittedly doesn't have as much fun stuff as I would have hoped for. So back to weapons. Yeah. So according to Spike, who's the like sea urchin, black alley, or not black alley, back alley, black market, I was combining the two, <laughs> um, dude, um, police exist. Um, do you think they use splat
0: guns? Yes, I do.
1: Because, I mean, we already kind of established this episode that, like, normal, like, swords and, like, bullet guns, like, those don't exist. No, I don't think they the-
0: do, no.
1: Theoretically, I don't, have we ever seen, like, a sword or a d- knife or, well, like, specifically a weapon knife. Not to my knowledge, no. So that means the police probably run around splatting people. <laughs> That's, like, really
0: good, um, visual. <laughs> Just imagine, imagine a cop coming up to you with a squirt gun.
1: Inkling cops <laughs> shooting paint at people.
0: <laughs> um, DJ Octavio was originally supposed to be a wasabi maker.
1: Yeah? Yeah,
0: and then he was changed to a DJ.
1: Oh, like in pre-production? Yeah. That's fun. I like this one, piece of Trivia on the Squid Sisters. Um... Several fans have noted that Callie re- resembles Bayonetta while Mary resembles John from Bayonetta. It is unknown if this was intentional.
0: I feel like it probably wasn't.
1: I know, yeah, I definitely think it was a coincidence. I think it's cute and fun. I kinda want again, another another art challenge for people. Um if people want to draw Bayonetta in and John in the Squid Sister outfits or the Squid Sisters in um Bayo and Jean's outfits are just the four of them interacting I'd
0: love to see art of that Or just so. like Bayonetta and Jean as Inklings
1: uh, That'd be Oh I really want that now <laughs> Any of the prompts we just gave <laughs> Again, add our Twitter or um, send them to our server or something, I, I,
0: I want to see it I want to see it too I like the idea of it um, Callie um, is afraid of heights ghosts, skateboarding and Bluefin Depot <laughs> I love
1: Kelly. Is she afraid of ghosts because of that one time she got possessed, drank people's pepsi, and called them a bitch? Probably.
0: Understandable. Um, she also easily becomes motion sick and cannot ride a bike or drive.
1: Me too, Kelly. <laughs> wow, I knew there was a reason I related to her. <laughs> her favorite food is chips. Aww. This is obviously a like probably well known one, but like Callie and Mary aren't sisters. Yeah, they're um, cousins. They're cousins, yeah.
0: Uh Callie won more splatfests. She won twenty five and Marie only won eighteen. Good. Callie deserves it. I love Callie. She does. But I I mean, love Mary ended up losing the uh final one, so
1: That's so so Mary is legally better than Callie? Yeah that's why she got depressed it is yeah like whenever you guys are like upset that Callie's plotline in the second game is that she gets depressed and becomes evil and stuff that's that's you guys' fault
0: yeah like she's legally worse than her cousin like exactly like y'all voted the- against her I was on team Callie the whole time
1: I definitely would have been on team Callie
0: I mean, to be fair, I actually missed out on playing this plot fest because I was in San Diego that weekend, but... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get home and play Splatoon so I could be on Team Cali.
1: Marina sings a different language in universe. Yeah? Yeah, because, um, apparently in the, like, lyrics, um, pearls are in hiragana. And, Mer- and Marina's are in Katakana. Oh, cool. And the person who was in charge of that said that that's because Marina sings in a different language. Yeah, because I guess Inkling and Octarian are both languages and Marina sings and speaks in Octarian as well as Inkling. That's cool. It is. And I guess DJ Octavio's songs are also in Octarian.
0: This doesn't really have much to do with anything, but I think that Animal Crossing New Horizons should bring back CC and Fiche. I don't know who those people are. The Squid Sister Squirrels. I I don't know who they are. Um in uh, New Leaf, when they did that Welcome Amiibo update, they added two squirrels to the game that you could only get by scanning in the Squid Sisters Amiibo, and they look like Callie and Marie. Did you oh, not know about so CC and Fiche?
1: No, of course I didn't know about CC and VJ.
0: Here, I'll, I'll I'll show you, Dem.
1: No, like, by the time Amiibo, Amiibo update came out, I had abandoned Animal Crossing for a couple of years. At that point,
0: I mean, oh. you're valid. I hadn't played in a while, but my sister was still playing. But like, yeah, like I couldn't,
1: I couldn't just go back at that point and be like, "Hey guys, it's me. Remember? Totally didn't abandon you for years." So yeah, I never, I never really. I mean, I knew about Ganon and I knew about Wolf Link, um, but I never knew about the Squid Sister Squirrels. They're really cute. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, they. I mean, I think they should bring all the cameo Nintendo villagers back. Yeah, there um, was
0: Wolf Link, Medley, Epona, Ganon, Inkwell, C.C. Viche, and Feline from the Monster Hunter series.
1: No, yeah, I think they should bring all of them back. Maybe not Monster Hunter if it becomes a legal issue, but like, yeah, I think I think the like, yeah, no, the squid squirrels and um, the Inkling and all the Zelda ones, I think those should definitely all come back because I think they're all really fun and cool. Even like, if they wanted to make like C.C. and Viche like special villagers. Like not even just like villagers for your town. Did they live in the same house, or were they two separate? They were two flats? separate villagers. Yeah. No. I almost. I would almost like if they came back in like a KK Slider-esque role,
0: where really like cool,
1: yeah. they would give concerts sometimes and hang out in your town. Could even take over as like the new KK Slider in Brewster's Cafe, mm. since I guess potential leaks Brewster's Cafe is coming back. Hmm. Um, and like KK, I don't know what role he plays in the game, but he's not at Brewster's cafe cause he's in the game and Brewster isn't. Yeah. Um, so if they need a new performer, I think that could be a fun way to do it. Yeah.
0: Okay. I got something here. Uh, what you got? Okay. So, um, according to the S- squid research lab, um, Mr. Grizz issued a statement asking workers not to, um, steal or alert the media to the existence of the Grizzco weapons, which may indicate that the weapons are produced illegally. I mean, I don't
1: think there's any may about it. (laughs) It it sounds like those are, like, illegally produced weapons. Grizzco makes illegal weapons. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, Grizzco's an illegal weapons dealer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Grizzco just in general is weird. It seems weird.
1: It's like some kind of weird company run by a metal man trying to
0: stop the apocalypse. There is an official Grizzco Twitter account, which is following nobody has zero followers, and is protected. So it doesn't let anyone follow it? <laughs> Nobody's allowed to view this Twitter. It doesn't even have a header or um, a uh, an avatar. But it did appear in a Nintendo Direct, so we know it's like an official account.
1: That's so strange. There's just no content in it. Were they they planning on doing something with it and didn't? They might be. Or maybe it just adds to the mystery of Grisco. That's so weird. I have a little something.
0: Yeah? Um.
1: So it's not like... Exactly the Great Zapfish. But... An electric... Catfish that sort of dances around like the Great Zapfish. Um, that electrically powers a city. Uh huh. Is canon to
0: WarioWare? Yeah? Yeah. I think I have a vague memory of that. In
1: WarioWare Mega Micro Games, there's a mini game called Electric Groove Fish. Um,
0: okay, yeah. It's
1: hosted by Mona in Warrior Wear Gold. It's hosted by Orbilon in the original game. And you have to guide basically the electric Zapfish to power a city. A giant electric catfish.
0: No, yeah, I, I think I have vague memories of that. So, um yeah, the great Zapfish. <laughs> okay, so the Great Zapfish originates from WarioWare. Which means, so, so, Splatoon is a post-apocalyptic Super Mario universe. Although, the skeleton looks very human, and the Wii U... Mar- the Mario universe has humans with human proportions. Does it have Wii U's, so? though? I mean, it has... Okay, hold on. I need to look at um, Game and Wario. Did that have a Wii U in it? This also
1: implies, by the way, that the Mario universe has Antarctica and would get involved in several world wars that involve the nuking of Antarctica.
0: Okay. Wario is watching television at his house. He changes channels until noticing a reporting about a newly released console featuring a controller with a screen. The Wii U exists in WarioWare canon. Okay. Splatoon is a post-apocalyptic WarioWare!
1: (laughs) But if Splatoon is a post- but- I-
0: I mean I guess <laughs> Splatoon is post apocalyptic Wario But that causes so many
1: problems. Like it why solves did... everything. No it doesn't, it solves nothing. <laughs> why does Wario live in a like like I mean I know that like we've seen the Earth and Wario wear and it looks like real Earth instead of Mario Earth? Which implies they do have an Antarctica. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this has to be divergent canon, though. Like, I feel like Splatoon WarioWare can't coexist with Mario WarioWare. Why not? I feel like an interpretation of Mario of WarioWare where Mario is canon can't coexist with that. I don't understand why not. Because just, like, it doesn't make sense. Like... Splatoon is 12,000 years in the future I mean that part's fine But like the part where like Five world wars and like There's just There's too much like human Like like Wicked <laughs> And and the Hello Kitty and, and Phantom
0: of the Opera I, I don't have a problem with any of that I don't see why that stuff can't exist In the Mario world Especially like You know, um, New Donk City is just like a normal people world. I mean, it's, it's true. Splatoon is post-apocalyptic Mario, babe. I I don't know. Prove me wrong. I'm trying very hard (laughs) to do so. I don't even think we should prove me wrong. I think we should just leave it at this and that should do it for us. No. Splatoon is post-apocalyptic Mario, and you're not going to disprove anything.
1: It, I that, that implies that like the Ninja Turtles are canon to Mario. Pokemon um, is canon to Mario. Pokemon is canon. Like you're you're opening a can <laughs> of worms that shouldn't be opened.
0: Like. Just, The can is open, the worms are all over the floor, baby. No,
1: no, I'm picking up the worms. I'm picking up the worms. (laughs) The
0: worms are all spread around.
1: They're gone. They're out of the can. But Nintendo has already said that... Fuck. That fuck? What? Nintendo said fuck? Yeah, they did when they released that Pearl song. Um, (laughs) Inklings look a lot like bloopers. And like... Nintendo said they never considered bloopers to be the main characters of Splatoon They're but also didn't
0: disprove of them.
1: but they meant that in like a beta sense like when they were like planning out like what the game could be about it was never bloopers but that doesn't mean that Inklings can't
0: be related to bloopers they have the same like face mask I mean they do it's true
1: they have the same tiny middle tentacles and the same Come on, it's just it's just Japan's stylization
0: of a school. they that, that may be true, but they still do look similar. And the other evidence piles up. The, the other evidence does not pile up. Yeah it does. You haven't given me any concrete reason. Any hard Mario evidence this can't not be true. And I've given you a ton is. of concrete evidence. Mario does not know what wicked is. Maybe you've seen it. Mario has never seen wicked. Okay, they haven't made a game about it. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. <sighs> okay, I mean, plays cannot canonically exist in Mario, so I don't know why famous ones can't.
1: I mean, because. Give me a sec. I'm trying. I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna prove you wrong because I really want to. I don't know why I want to so bad, but like, <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay, technically. um, Technically musical theater does exist. Mm -hmm. Moonview Highway, which like, ends up in a sort of New York City-esque area, um, has advertisements, um, or at least I think it's Moonview Highway, it's one of them. Has advertisements for something called Banana Boy the Musical.
0: Yeah. So. And also, for that matter, the entirety of Super Mario Brothers Three was a stage play. That's fair.
1: Also, something called um, the Mushroom Moon. So I don't, I don't know what that is, but that could also be some kind of musical theater type production. <laughs> um, just has a giant poster of actually looks kind of interesting, because Petey Piranha's on it, I'm just no noticing. <laughs> it's like Mario in the moon, Petey Piranha on top of a skyscraper, and Peach really, really big in the foreground. Yeah, I'm seeing it too, yeah. But um, I mean, yes, I guess musical theater does exist in the Mario universe.
0: Mm-hmm, so there's no reason to assume that our real life plays aren't real.
1: But that means that Spongebob exists in the Mario universe. So? They have TV. They do.
0: But, okay, but but Antarctica. Why can't there be an Antarctica in the Mario universe? We haven't been to it because it's a barren continent that very few people in our real world even go to. Because... Mario doesn't have real world countries like it has Sarasaland and Mushroom Kingdom
1: and Bowser Kingdom and Kong Kong Jungle Island and Yoshi's Island and...
0: Okay, Mario fought in the Vietnam War.
1: No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. No, he didn't. You're always going on. It, it says it's like Implied to be the Vietnam. It's not even confirmed to be the Vietnam War. It's just Mario fighting in a jungle war with that era military garb and
0: weaponry. So it was the Vietnam War for all intents and purposes.
1: It was implied to be the Vietnam War, but not outright confirmed to be the Vietnam War. Fine, fine.
0: we will give it to you. But like, I'm just saying... Which also opens a whole can of worms about A southern continent covered in ice, okay?
1: I think you're getting worked up at me. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. What if I just accept it?
0: Then we'd be done with the episode.
1: (sighs) Well, I don't know. And I I don't have anything else to say. I guess you're, you're right. I don't want to admit it. I thought I could find any sort of evidence against it, but I kind of can't. So, unfortunately, I have to admit that um, Splatoon may in fact be um, a post-apocalyptic Mario unfortunately so I think
0: that's gonna do it for us I mean I
1: guess that's as fitting of a one last thing as anything (laughs) so thank you for listening to this episode as always thank you for sticking with us i know we made things a little bit difficult with the whole changing up the release schedule to wednesdays and then skipping a week to like sort of get used to our new schedule um but hopefully um it's all gonna work out from here on out and we'll be back on schedule um so thank you all for listening if you liked it um like the video, leave a comment, um, subscribe to Sarah's YouTube channel, Sarah's Zarin, subscribe to our Twitter, subscribe to our personal Twitters, um, follow Dude Media Productions, I'm really glad and thankful as always that they allow us to um, use Podbean for our content, um, it's great um, I love having the two formats on Podbean and YouTube because I think it's way more user-friendly to it's people great. who prefer it, yeah. a certain certain way of doing things. Um, but yeah, share. Tell people about us. Word of mouth is really important. Um, consider checking out our Patreon. Um, the usual sort of plugs at the end of the episode. Um But yeah and interact with us join our discord servers um we'd love to hear from you talk to you hang out with you play games watch stuff um if you liked the splatoon episode we have a nintendo ladies server about nintendo's female characters with a splatoon channel so yeah lots of splatoon content in there oh yeah i post splatoon art most days um so come hang out um we'd love to hear from you and thank you so much for continuing to support us i hope you continue to enjoy our content
0: yep big thank you to everyone listening we love you we love you stay fresh stay fresh